Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dude Soup. It is a podcast that is on the Funhouse channel, and it might actually be called Dude Soup for much longer. So you should enjoy it while it lasts. We're going to be playing it fast and loose. I have two very special guests this week. But first, let's roll the intro. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, you know what? Can you kill kill the intro? Can we kill? Yeah, let's kill the intro. I can still hear it, but I hate that intro. So we should never show that ever again. <laughs> if we're changing things, like the name of things and what have you, I think that should be one of the first things to go because I don't know what that footage is of and I don't know what it means and I don't know that the song fits the tone at all anymore. Um, but in terms of in terms of in terms of new and exciting things, like I said, I have two special guests. First up, Lindsay Washburn. Lindsay. Hey, what's up? I was on the podcast last week. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was on the toilet. <laughs> like I was, I was on the pod. I'm on the toilet. Mm-hmm. No, what am I, John Smith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> toilet content. And our other guest, I'm very excited to have on, Brett, who, who I like that it just goes, Brett, <laughs> and this is Hundar. <laughs> That's my bad. I should have said something. I'm sorry. Hey, it's me. I'm Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey, Brett. The, the only hey, Brett hey, in your life. That's Hundar. what I aim to be. You know? Do you know any Bretts that have one T in their name? Uh, my sixth grade shop teacher. And I How do you didn't feel like about it. that? How do you feel I about that? Really? I hate it. I hate it. Actually, I want to ask both of you. Since I've got you here, I've been dying to ask. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> How do both of you feel about people who have the same name as you spelled differently? Mm. Oh. I, Does it bother you? Well, I'll just say this. Most people who have the same name as me and it's spelled differently, mm-hmm. it's spelled wrong. And okay. that's not how that name sounds. So, so that's how I feel about that. Okay, so you do feel as though Lindsay with an E is the correct way to do it's, it. It's the phonetically correct way. Okay. Lindsay. Uh, it's not Lindsay. Mm. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> I think my first girlfriend had, was, had her name spelled that right. Um, I, Brett... People who are named Brett are usually not good people. So two T's <laughs> is the way to spell it, but it's mm-hmm. not something I'm advocating for. You know what okay. I mean? Like I let's just not talk about Bretts in general if we can help it. You don't have you don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. That's well some this is something I was real quick. For those of you who aren't familiar, um Brett is a longtime friend. We've worked together in the past, okay? Mm-hmm. Our circles are, are always orbiting. He's been on the channel before. We've done stuff with him before. He's doing other stuff uh, that is also, like I said, closely orbiting. Um, we go, you and I at least go back as far as Machinima. Is that when you also met Lindsay as well, back at Machinima? Sure is. Isn't that yeah. right, Lindsay? Yeah. <laughs> A decade ago. Yeah. Isn't wow. it? Ten years ago now. Isn't it funny how <laughs> such like a dark place... <laughs> like can, can form lifelong relationships is it is it yeah. like the trauma of war i don't know <laughs> it must be right <laughs> yeah yeah well it's a special I, bonding experience either way i'm really excited to have you on because you were working on something new uh you you went from machinima to other things and Cowchop was another big venture that you worked on for a while and since Cowchop has ended you've started your own thing muscle party and so mm. I want to talk to you about Muscle Party. Um, sure. But before I talk to you about Muscle Party, I want to say one other thing about names. Um, this is a conversation I was having with Elise this weekend. Do, you, do any of you know what Sting's name is? The musician, not the wrestler. Not that it matters, because I don't know the other or the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sting. I don't. 
Is He's one of the most famous men on the planet, probably, if you pulled everyone and counted all men. Any idea? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Do you have any idea what his first name is? Absolutely not. No. George. Something close. English. Close. It's Gordon. Jeff. Oh, Gordon. 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 I was close. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I was just thinking about how has anyone had a better life than Sting? Because he has all the fame in the world, all the wealth in the world. As far as I'm aware, he did live the rock star lifestyle at like peak rock star time period. But I don't think he suffered any of the the bad parts of it. Like it wasn't like he was on trial for you know, hitting someone with a car while he was high on cocaine or whatever. He was just having like tantric sex in the desert the whole time. <laughs> and he can still get Amazon packages delivered no problem. Like he doesn't have to change his name or anything. And I was just thinking about how could how could life be any better than that. <sighs> Thanks for coming to my that's about I've seen the light. Someone's flashing the light there. So I think that's my that's my three minutes. <laughs> 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 How is Sting the wrestler doing? Is he still alive? He's fine. He's still right? alive. Well, he's unless you count when NWO killed him and then he was mm. resurrected as the Crow version of oh, the yeah. Sting, then he is on his second life. But um, okay. no, he is. He's still alive. He's still kicking. He's probably gonna be fine too. Because again, like he, so maybe it's something about the name Sting as a wrestler. Yeah. While all other wrestlers were doing drugs and like yeah. getting into trouble in the early 90s and late 80s sting was yeah. like no i'm probably gonna get to the venue early to like you know like i'm going to make yeah. sure What's... that my back isn't broken or whatever and not wrestle while yeah. high on opioids yeah not, what's sting uh... the wrestler's real name steve isn't it steve something That's steve so good like you're so good steve halloway or something like that borden but steve close borden. so gordon and borden are the two stings. <laughs> that light's flashing again. <laughs> yeah, okay, here's my, see that red light in the back? All right, okay, just one last joke. <laughs> no, um, thank you guys for coming on. And like I said, we're going to play it fast and loose because I just like kind of shooting the shit with both of you. I think both of you are really easy to talk to and really fun thank to talk you. to. Um, oh, yeah, that's really nice. So, Muscle Party. Yes, James. You have... 30 seconds to sell everyone on Muscle Party. Can you ask Lindsay what Muscle Party is? Lindsay, can you tell me what Muscle Party is? Uh, You you have as much time as you need. Yeah. It's more of like a, you know, a state of mind than a thing, Mm -hmm. you know? But it is a thing, right? It is still technically a thing. We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, it's, yeah, vibes. thing. Great vibes. You, uh, so, and this is something that you started working on before Couch Hop ended, right? You're not allowed to ask me questions during the promotional, um, <laughs> the pitch here. This you is this is like you the, can't turn no, to me I'm, on I'm, stage I'm, and then ask me what what it is. This is my mm-hmm. segue into now. You talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you okay? I'm sorry. You said the question was what? Uh, was, what is was, was I thinking party? about? Was I thinking? Was it going to be an escape pod when Couchop <laughs> spectacularly ended? And I said yes. Did it turn out to be one of those escape pods that actually continues the next horror movie? Like you know, like they someone rescues uh-huh. me and the alien well, is actually curled up inside well, of the machinery. I mean, that's yeah, that's the alien, alien, alien. Even aliens. You think about that yeah. movie, Aliens. She basically was frozen for what? 
500 years or something like that. No, I think yeah. it wasn't that. But uh, yeah. too long her for her daughter to died. Be alive. Yeah, her daughter yeah. died. And then they yeah. woke her up and then they immediately shipped her out to that colony again. So that's Muscle yeah. Party. <laughs> muscle Party is more like Alien 3, where um, oh. all of the goodwill and peace of mind that you were mm -hmm. afforded at the end of the Aliens, and then mm -hmm. the movie opens and like half the characters you cared about die instantly. Mm -hmm. It's very grim. It's 2020. There's a character. Um, the main character is very puts, alone. <laughs> there's a character in it who puts goggles on before they're yeah. like commit committing sexual assault. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's what Muscle Party is. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Do you sell t-shirts? Because I would like to buy some. I thought no. a Muscle Party was when you hit your elbow and it hurts, but then it also makes your elbow <laughs> want to move. Brett? <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent analogy, actually. <laughs> it's it's trauma, but your body is just still somehow moving around on it, so. Uh-huh. Um, we're we're is, 10 minutes uh, in, and I, I want to see how long we can keep kicking the can. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Down the road. Uh, oh. No, please. Tell, so I don't know. I, I mean. Tell me what it is. Yeah. Tell me what it, what it is. Okay. In the, in the, in the and then tell strictest... me what you want it to be, because sometimes... Okay. It yeah. isn't, and obviously we're in a pandemic, and I know there's yeah. things that change. I know a lot of people had plans and shit and stuff they wanted yeah. to do, and things change when you can't see anyone or be interact with anyone without fear of death, more than usual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, in the most concrete, literal terms, it's a YouTube channel and a Twitch channel. Uh, it was supposed to be kind of like a fun successor to Cow Chop, where I wanted to keep doing some of the stuff that I still enjoyed, but with a fun backdrop of sort of like physical culture kind of vibes, you know, uh, the gym or mm. just like gamers being active, but also sort of a send, a send up of a lot of the very parodyable elements of like workout and fitness culture, right? There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff to make fun of and have fun with. Mm -hmm. um, so it started off, I was still in the warehouse after Cow Chop, we were doing a show and then and then coronavirus came and then it locked down and then the gyms closed and then my dad died and then i just <laughs> you know it's just one thing after another w so after right w after w yeah big wins <laughs> yeah, yeah it's been a year of big wins mm -hmm. uh right now it's still those two things although i think the twitch stream is more of just like it's like i uh i don't know i feel like i'm in a support group where i just show up in a very small crowd of people huddle around me and we just pat each other on the head and th that's kind of the vibe uh -huh. the youtube channel though after much delay i i got back to just making a youtube video that felt good uh, uh -huh. and so i'd like to ride that momentum and keep making youtube videos there's a lot of control in a youtube video that you that you may not have in a live stream especially uh -huh. in the environment that we're in currently where bits go extra wrong in the live environment. So I, mm -hmm. I like that that sort of return to control over the the, the my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As afforded me even just by being able to edit a video the way that I wanted to. So Yeah. I don't know if that that was like the not a good advertisement, but that yeah. is the literal truth. That's if you were if you were in an elevator with an executive, but it was in the Empire State Building. <laughs> and you're like, come on, I hope he's going to the top floor. But you had time. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you you mentioned it to me a while ago. Like, you were like, hey, I'm doing like a, a, a kind of like a comedy gaming lifestyle fitness hybrid thing. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, hey, sign me up. You know, like there's enough of those things that I would that check off on boxes of my interests that I'm like, yeah, for sure. Um, and then also when you when you premiered it on Twitch, mm, that yeah. was quite an experience. I watched that <laughs> and it was awesome because, you know, I was always a big fan of Couchop. And one of the things that I loved about Couchop, which is, I think, kind of like the heart of what I liked about doing for Funhouse for a really long time is that. I'm not, I never considered myself a let's player or a streamer or what, like, I like video games and, uh, but I like doing comedy and I like doing things, whether whether it's stunts or shows or whatever. And it just so happens that gaming is the most searchable, biggest pool that you can get on YouTube and and, and Twitch as well. And so you want to be in that and then you just use that as your catalyst. So, you know, that's why... Funhouse never put up 50 minute let's plays of of things because none of us believed that we were that interesting or that good or that entertaining for that long but turning it into this other product and that's what I always loved about Couchop is because it felt like you guys did that even more so whereas we kind of like did photoshops and visualized things in other ways you guys would play I don't know a game that has a wrecking ball in it right like a construction simulator game and then you would rent a wrecking ball. And then so like you would use that as a catalyst to do these exciting. I, I think Jackass sells it a little short, but like these like into the real world experience things. And I always really love that about what you guys do. And thank you. It, it was a lot like if you when you're a little kid and you're like, if I had a million dollars, I would I would do this. <laughs> but then you apply it to a, an adult real world business and then you see what a bad idea that is financially. <laughs> yeah, you have that to be Mr. Beast. Ex- you ha- you yeah. ha- it's not yeah. if I had yeah, a million dollars. It's if we I had not. $50 million. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the new phase of things. You need $50 million as a starting point for being able to spend as much money as you want to and then make it back. And then there couldn't be yeah. only one. <laughs> there <Yeah. can't> be <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's true. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, whether or not, I guess you ever sought the role the fact that you sort of become this advocate for just like overall fitness right obviously it's it's a it's a component of your life and i'm not gonna try i hope i'm not speaking for you or it's not like it's like you know the overriding through line but it's certainly something that's important to you right and and, you know and and you understand the value it has in your own number one most important thing it's fitness and then (laughs) just under that is elise and then just under that is benson's (laughs) dental health those are the top three. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good list. That's my uh, top three too. Oh, <laughs> but you know, just uh, for a lot of people, I think you need that like um, gateway, right, mm-hmm. or just some way to make it approachable or entertaining. Because uh, like a lot of the actual culture uh, is really boring. I guess especially after you've consumed as much of it as maybe you or I have just in the background over years and years and years and you see so many iterations of essentially the same thing that it's like there's not necessarily a lot of creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. It's all doing better than me, so maybe I should. <laughs> maybe, I, you know, there, there's a weight reason for that. But um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I so, think, yeah. I think, I mean, it, it it's cool too because as much as I admire streamers for their ability to like turn on a camera and then go for like eight or nine hours 
seven days a week or some insanity. <laughs> and I know a lot of people say it's just playing games. It's like, no, I stream sometimes. It's not just playing games. It's mm-hmm. it's a very tiring thing. It's a skill set. And it's not, it's not one that I'm, I don't think that I have. Um, but I do admire them. There is this silent, quiet perception of you're just watching someone sitting in a chair being the least physically active they can be. <laughs> In a lot of cases. And I don't think right. it's an intentional thing. I think it's something that's intrinsically tied with gaming and gaming culture and even just kind of like new media consumption in general. Um, yeah. That it's cool to show people and not basically saying you weren't speaking for me, um, but like it is cool sometimes to show people that that doesn't have to be the only option. Like it, I love playing video games and I love sitting on the couch and doing nothing and being a big old potato. But yeah. I offset that with even just the most bare minimum physical activity because it's fun and it actually allows me to sit more comfortably and sleep better and do all these other things and just be healthier and happier. Um, So yeah, I do. And and to pursue, to pursue what you're saying too, it's also providing, I think for some people you picture, you know, your life when you start exercising and maybe assume that you're going to have to fit into one of these cookie cutter you know, per- stereotype personalities where suddenly you're the person who's, you know, tracking micronutrients across, you know, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you know, you could just buy like a sword on the internet and then spin it around and that can be your workout for the day, but at least you found like some way to make it palatable to yourself mm-hmm. and like stay true to yourself. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's all the people that look up to you as a fitness thing where it's like also you're able to be this gamer and you're also to be like a comedian and, and, and do all these different things. And it's not just like this constricting role that has to be, you know, the, the not excelling so. at any one thing yeah. is kind of <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. Lindsay bought an Oculus Quest 2. So, I actually was just thinking about that yeah. because one of the uh, sort of motivations like to get it was. Uh, instead of the, instead of the Dutch oven, instead of the La Crusade Dutch oven, mm-hmm. was like, you know, some of the games look really fun, and it's a way to like in, have that gaming and that fitness. And I played a lot of Beat Saber this weekend, and it legitimately kicked my ass, and my arms were like, how oh, am I gonna play more? And I wanted to play more, but I was physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm not um, familiar with the device you're talking about it's a new iteration that's more it's the new quest yeah so it's like just a new and it's standalone i have i grab it and show you um but yeah it's standalone you can also connect it to your pc to like play games from your pc but i have i just downloaded yeah yeah i I downloaded beats oh yeah that's 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 (laughs) it there you go (laughs) you see out of this Uh, hole i think (laughs) yeah when you turn it on that's an eyeball that blinks blink (laughs) very um but yeah, it's I I downloaded the Beat Saber right on it, and I was like, "What else should I get?" I tried Super Hot demo and punched mm. my TV. But for me, it's sort of maybe like a a fun way to reintegrate fitness and moving around back into my life after this awful not fit year, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> where I've yeah. been sitting here. Yeah, I mean that I think I think part of it too, not to get to a, a whole fitness discussion, but like. Um, I think people feel really guilty and they don't they don't think that other people go through those same things and feel guilty, too. And like like there have been so many this year, probably more than ever. There have been so many days where I'm like, I just don't want to work out today. Like, I just don't want to. 
It's not the conditions that I want to be right for this. And this is me, someone who like, again, prioritizes this above Benson's dental health. So like, um, you know, and, and then I think also when you look online and you look for information, say you're someone who's curious about how can I exercise more and be more fit or what have you, they, uh, they see these people who are professionals and it is like their only thing, you know, like they are all wearing Lululemon clothes and are like these perfect <laughs> embodiments of fitness. And they're telling you how to get started. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the right place. I think you want to find something where you already feel like you have something in common with this human being. You know, like yeah. you don't yeah. want, you don't want to walk into a gym and have a personal trainer who's like, like one of those. This is an old reference, but remember when the. Duracell battery family was a marketing campaign. Yes, like a big family yes, of the batteries in their back. people and batteries in their back. That's how I feel like a lot of personal trainers look to people who are just walking into the gym for the first time. It's like this chiseled dude who like is all smiles and all positivity, and it's kind of nauseating secretly. Um, yeah, so it that was is a cool big motivation. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I got so out of shape this year because I wanted to be more relatable. I was worried that maybe I had a little too much going on. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's nice. It's, <laughs> it supports your point, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm too fit and I should really dumb my body down a little bit. You know? so yeah, they can match relate. my brain, you know, just dumb it all yeah. down. We've all been there. We've all been there where we've looked in the mirror and said, <laughs> we're too fit, too good. <laughs> Um, so I watched the video that you put out on your channel. Was that last week? Yes, yeah. that was last week. With yeah. the, it's a sword weight type of thing, and then you yeah. bought actual swords. <laughs> yeah, it was a. I found this thing online. It's from Italy, I guess, but it's like it's like, it's like a weighted fitness sword where they try to convince you. I guess you can train like a gladiator by you know you you do the techniques like your Spartacus, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the, I guess the excuse for the video was then like buy real swords and see like, you know, is it impossible to use like a five foot Odachi the way that, you know, it's intended or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's a real thing. You can really buy it. It's pretty good. I mean, if you're just, again, if you're not looking to be the guy who spends money on dumbbells for your garage and you just Mm want to buy a, a a sword and feel like a badass in your backyard, you could do worse. Yeah. But you could also (laughs) just chop, chop wood for free probably. And it would probably do (laughs) Well, you probably a, get paid to chop wood. Yeah, you could get a job. So. I, it, was a job. A, it was a long time ago, but I don't. I was like, you know, you see statues from Greek and Roman times, and they're all like jacked and shredded. And I mean, they didn't like they didn't really have gyms. What do they do? And I remember I like looked into it for a while, and like the stupid, the stupid dumb shit that you can do to be in the best shape of your life is really funny like they i found some sort of thing and they were like ah yes the the roman gladiators would often crab walk a hundred a hundred and p- paces back and forth for 15 sets or whatever and it's like it's like you know you see these things from the 1920s 1930s or whatever of people doing the Turkish get-ups and, like, holding giant round weights and triangle weights and stuff like that and doing dumb shit that you never see anyone at the gym do because there's a machine that does it for you. Mm-hmm. And they're jacked. Like, they're huge <laughs> fucking dudes who did not have jars of whey protein to consume at the time. And so this preconceived notion that you need to do specific things to be in shape is just not 
it's not accurate. And I think it's cool to shine a light on that stuff because so many other, not that Muscle Party is just a fitness channel, but like in terms of that genre, if you Google like how to get abs, you're going to find 20 videos that are all the exact same thing of like, here's my, here's my 10 minute Tabata, you know, ab routine or whatever. And Mm -hmm. uh, the truth of the matter is you could probably crab walk or spin a sword, (laughs) you know? That's why I like, I don't know what the actual competition is, but whenever you always see like, you know, the, the, the mountain training for world's strongest man and like three mm-hmm. of the competitions are like pick up a really big rock, mm-hmm. roll a really big log. It's just like very unpretentious. And I just, I love, yeah, I love the purity of that. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay. Practical. Lindsay, did you ever watch World's Strongest Man when you were growing up? <laughs> Every Sunday with my mom. No, I've never <laughs> seen that. It would come on ESPN and they, I mean, even when I was watching it and probably the, mid to late 90s it was still it was airing from who the fuck knows when and it was like all right one of the competitions to determine the strongest man on the planet is there's a bar and you have to hold it on your head and try and bend it as far down and whoever can make the points get as close as possible is one of the strongest ones there's another one where because they have the atlas stones where you just pick up a heavy rock and you try and mm-hmm. set it on a platform except that wasn't stupid enough and the event was taking place somewhere in africa so it was a giant rock shaped like Africa, just completely <laughs> just unwieldy. unwieldy. And it's like, now you have to pick up a rock like Af- Africa. But like, you know, these are all super huge muscle dudes that I think is, oh, there's a lot of pathways to fitness. And I'm glad that you're shining a light on, on one of the one or several of those pathways. And uh, and yeah, I think it's really cool. And Thanks. when when there isn't an invisible virus murdering. <laughs> people on this planet in mass then i would i would happily come join the festivities if you ever need me yeah yeah i think it would be fun to do a. I like to break people off for video concepts so it'd be cool mm-hmm. to do a video with each of you i was thinking about it yesterday mm-hmm. you know, Lindsay. Lindsay's video james's video elise's video john's <laughs> video you should do oh, Lindsay. Oh, oh. well she does she can do uh what is it? I'm uh, scared of what? Oh, the, Beat Saber. Some, Beat Saber, except the sabers are weighted. So it is oh like, my you God. Have to like, like really kind of drag the things. It's like, that'd be fun. That's a hot concept. Yeah. Until you throw out your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Immediately. But it would be great. It'd get a ton of views. So <laughs> you get me picky. So it'll be worth it for me, which is the important thing. Yeah. Got it. Um, but yeah. yeah, so. Where just to make sure while we're discussing it, where can people check out Muscle Party and see the stuff that you're making? Best place is just to go to YouTube.com/slash Muscle Party. Although I will throw out for the means of promotion, this is today's Thursday when people are watching this. Yes. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay, I'll most be doing a uh, most people. Okay, well if you're watching on Thursday, I think we're gonna do an, we're doing an extra live stream this very day. So if you feel like coming by the stream just for that purpose it's twitch.tv slash muscle party so but that's that's just just on thursday otherwise don't bother <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no and i will say one more thing i really enjoy uh hanging out in brett's chat and watching his stream so it's oh, a good well, time it's a fun place promo. and a fun community 
Yeah. It's a small community, so you know that's the beauty. You can type something, I'll see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. what you're looking for. Except for when your chat puts it into sub only or emo only mode, and I'm like, I can't even say anything. Just put pictures yeah. of my face, my dumb face. Oh yeah, that's true. That's good. Yeah, it's good. You guys should check it out. Cool. Thanks, guys. And Lindsay, I hear you're working on something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on this podcast right now. All right. Uh, what's the next topic? <laughs> um, well, like I said, we're going to be keeping it fast and loose. But uh, just just for now, uh, we're going to hear a couple words from our sponsors this week. And then we'll be right back with more fast and loose news. Is that a segment? Should that be a segment? Yeah. We'll see if yeah. we can get a graphic go- thrown together by the time we return. The holiday season is right around the corner. And I guarantee you this year... People are traveling less. They are going to be mailing things more. Now, this is good news for me because I love to get presents and I love to get presents shipped directly to me. But it's bad news for you having to send me presents, worried about going to the post office, waiting in lines. You probably shouldn't even be there in the first place. But now it's going to be in an even more complex process. Luckily for you, Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer. Mail and ship anything to me, um, presents, anything you like, from the convenience of your home or office. With Stamps.com, anything you do at the post office, you can do with just a few clicks. Plus, Stamps.com saves you money with deep discounts that you can't even get at the post office. It brings every single service that the postal service or the UPS uh, can possibly provide you right to your computer. Stamps.com is a must have for any business. You run a small business and you wanna make sure that your shipments get there on time and save a little money along the way. Don't worry about shoveling, shoveling a bunch of packages into the back of your car to make those shipment deadlines for the holidays. Use stamps.com. You can send out invoices uh, if you're an online seller fulfilling orders during this record-setting holiday season. Or even if you have a giant warehouse. I don't know if people out there own giant warehouses. Um, If you do, congrats. Cool. It's really cool. I don't, I mean, what do you sell? I mean, I'm more curious than that. But I'm also curious in letting you know that there is an amazing deal that you can get with stamps.com. You can handle it with ease. Print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Plus, with Stamps.com, you get $0.05 off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Um, Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 900,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So, this holiday season, do not spend a minute of your time at the post office, okay? Sign up for Stamps.com. Instead, there is no risk. Plus, With the promo code DUDE, that's D-U-D-E, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale so you make sure that you're not paying a penny more for those packages than you need to. There are no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in DUDE. That's stamps.com, enter code DUDE. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again unless you want to. Maybe you have friends there. Here's the thing, as guys, as dudes, as whatever, um, so much of your identity is kind of wrapped up in your hair. And I mean, just the way you look in general, but say you're kind of a short person walking behind a medium-sized fence, that's going to be the first thing people see is your hair. 
So you want to make sure it looks good. Um, you know, the way you feel after you get a nice new haircut, you want to share it on social media. But the thing is, when you get into your 20s and 30s and you really start to appreciate your hair, the hair that you took for granted when you were younger, um, you realize that maybe it isn't as vibrant and strong as you want it to be. And you might even see the first signs of hair loss. It can feel like panic time, but it really shouldn't. Because let's face it, no guy is ready to go bald. Uh, that's not true. Swimmers feel like some people do want to go bald. You know, there's a certain aspect of the Kendall's type of thing. But still, most people want it to be a choice. Um, thankfully, that choice can be yours thanks to Keeps, uh, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Just some statistics for you. Two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. Um, but it's not... It's not a death sentence by any means. The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left, okay? So you start treatment before it's too late. Um, I think that kind of goes across the board. But the problem is some people don't want to go to a doctor's office. They feel uncomfortable. They don't want to have to go to a pharmacy. They don't want to pay big money to keep their hair. And then they just allow whatever they don't want to happen on top of their head to happen. But with Keeps, you have other options. You used to have to go to a doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Now, the thing is, if you want to go, if you have a great relationship with your doctor and you want to go get a prescription, the coolest thing is you can take that prescription from your trusted medical professional and then you can bring it on over to Keeps, and now you just enjoy the convenience of not ever having to think about it ever again. It's just going to show up when you need it. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but it was probably for a lot more money. Again, prevention is key, okay? The sooner you can start, the sooner you start to have concerns and you can, you can get on a treatment program, the more likely you are to keep your hair, your precious locks, so that way when you're walking behind that medium-sized fence, people will go, ooh, look at him, look at that guy. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month, plus for a limited time, you can get your first month free. So. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash dude soup to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash dude soup keeps.com. And we are back. Uh, nope, no graphic. Absolutely not. <laughs> there oh, certainly no. was not enough time. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like I said, nothing. Re- I just wanted to talk to you about that muscle party stuff. Um, and then also Can I talk to you guys. Yeah, Am you I allowed to, to ask questions? Does that throw yeah, of off the entire thing? Absolutely. Everything's if on there... the table except for some things. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i just curious where your heads are at creatively. And maybe, and listen, if this is, I, I realize you do a podcast as often as you guys do a lot of times. Someone new will come in and ask a question that you've actually already covered to death. So mm-hmm. feel free to just sweep me off stage if that is the case. But I'm okay. curious... If there's stuff that uh, you guys are really feeling creatively or stuff that you want to try to pursue in the same spirit of once this virus is done, maybe mm-hmm. there's some things that like have been reawakened in your spirit where you're like, wow, I now because I just overcame a bunch of shit. What's some 
you know. So anything on your mind, new stuff that you guys are really excited about? I just want to shoot the shit creatively here a little bit with you guys. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, anything you can think of off the bat or? I mean, there's loads of stuff that I think I wanted to do right before the, uh, you know, lockdown sort of happened and we all started working from home. We we were literally talking about all this fun sort of behind the scenes like adventure stuff that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like so thrilled about that because that's just some of my favorite stuff to do is like exploring and be- being funny and doing comedy videos in that way. But like, that like you guys would all go on a trip together. Oh, uh, like one of the things. Yeah, like one of the things I wanted to do was go ziplining. For example, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. let's find a way to go do ziplining and make it a funny experience video and incorporate yeah. gaming or what comedy or whatever. But pretty <laughs> much everything that I was like had percolating in my brain it's like okay well i'll put that on hold because we're gonna go work from home for two weeks a month mm-hmm. two months a year so mm-hmm. like one, one day maybe we'll go have those adventures and yeah. i don't know how that'll work when we get out of it but yeah there's lots of little things like that that mm-hmm. i was like excited to do yeah it, well, it is interesting we did have like almost as though we we knew something was going to happen but were completely wrong about what that thing was it did feel like at the beginning of 2020 we were doing a lot of like brainstorming and we we're like okay like what are some fun ideas and yeah like Lindsay was like oh well she like because she basically spearheaded this whole bts thing that we were working on which is mm-hmm. you know giving people kind of a behind the scenes. And I think some of it may have not necessarily because of Lindsay, but like, I think some of the interest in doing it is because I I always liked cow chops take on pulling back the curtain while still being behind a curtain. You know, it's like there's, (laughs) there's the levels. Right. And so I always, I always liked that aspect of it and the idea of, and so Lindsay was like organizing these small things in the office and we had a through line with like puzzles and like, we're kind of building <laughs> character caricatures and stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a plan. It's like, oh, we, we could expand it. And then even better if like we could sell it. You know, that was something mm-hmm. that apparently people were buying. And so mm-hmm. uh, we could sell that stuff and it'd be really cool. And then that like immediate the, when you can't interact with anyone, you got shut down. I think Lindsay's done a really amazing job with with BTS stuff that we've done since we've done like gift exchanges and and. Not too long ago, it was an ad sales thing, but we did a uh, social distance bar. With I saw that video. Oh, yeah. 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 It turned out really good. Which is really, it's it's really cool that it happened, but it's also frustrating because it's like, this is the stuff we could have been doing. Like, we could have always mm-hmm. been chipping away on these cool, fun things. And it wouldn't yeah. just be because some company was like, oh, make us a social distance bar. I think we pitched that, but it's like some company didn't come to us and be like, oh, zip lining sounds fun. We should go zip lining. Um, but yeah, we for sure had, had other things than it felt like all of those other things. I wanted to use the studio space where we normally do dude soup. Oh, we had a, we bought a whole new set for dude soup (laughs) (laughs) and literally all of the pieces of the new set. Isn't this the new set? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it looks great. Well, the, the, the background of this, if you're watching the video of this podcast, there's three webcams you can see it, but there's basically a blurred background and you're like what is that image is th- yeah is this just someone's like did someone search cool phone wallpaper or you know like hd wallpaper for phone um yeah. no it's like there was a whole josie 
who works at Rooster Teeth, she made a whole graphics package that was going to match this new aesthetic for the podcast. And we were going to like do all, it was going to be segmented. People were going to be able to record <laughs> stuff and then throw stuff in. It's going to be this whole thing. And then, and so if you go to the office right now, I mean, none of you are going to go to the office right now, but if any of us here went to the office, you go in and like in the main room where all the editors were working is like these boxes, these pallets of unpacked shit, <laughs> which were going to be assembled to make this set. Um, That's brutal. Which is funny. So there, there were definitely some things and, you know, I always like expanding out into, you know, the comedy realm of, of stuff. So there was, we had been talking about doing, oh, we also had a party. We had a very, a small get together party accidentally right before everything happened. So if you go to the office, there's still like streamers up. It like, it literally. <laughs> there's it a literally can of, looks, of empty White Claw on my desk. It oh, looks no. like in Fallout when yeah. you like wake up <laughs> and then it's like, we are celebrating, but everyone's missing. You're like, what's going yeah. on? Um, oh, or Bioshock man. or something. The New Year's yeah. was when the when the the people the splicers came. Um, that's how our office is right now. Um, but one of the things we did was we played uh, like a couple Jackbox games, and then mm-hmm. they were just so funny naturally that we started brainstorming how can we take a Jackbox game, play the Jackbox game, but really lean into some of the concepting of it. And this may be stuff that we we do eventually, but uh, it's fine. Um, but like, what is it? We ended up doing it for a different video. I don't remember the one with the blueprints where you're trying to solve. Oh, the people. drawing. Yeah, yeah you're like drawing. Stupid. Yeah, patentedly stupid, where you mm-hmm. are drawing stuff and then you get up and pitch it. And we were like, oh my gosh, like this was so funny. It was so it was so broken and stupid, and we were dumb about our pitches, but we were all dying <laughs> laughing. Like, oh, we shoot this in the studio. So when someone gets up to present, they're actually presenting and they have their suits, dumb suit. People can bring whatever suits they want. And we're like, Ryan Haley is going to have some sort of, you know, his suit jacket's going to be tucked into his pants or something ridiculous. And like he actually you actually have to do the whole presentation and stuff. So we had these ideas about bringing like some game stuff, but then really figuring out how to present them in a comedy format and then all of that was like nope no way um but i think i think people have done an incredible job of adapting so there's like a ton of stuff that we wouldn't have we would have probably never even thought to do if it wasn't for these scenarios like one true gamer and if you've seen that john puts on basically an entire game really show great. in the world of in a video game world with characters and graphics and you know it's basically nick arcade um, yeah, I don't think one of my something favorites. like that. Yeah, I don't think something like that would have ever happened. Um, a lot of the streams that we've done have been really fun. Like yeah, I, I on Friday, yeah, the costume contest and stuff. I think the part of me goes. I don't want to be a pessimist. I'm grateful for us being able to do it and enjoy ourselves just doing it. But part of me is like, ah, if we were all in the office, mm. you could do like all kinds of stuff. And like I think about when we've done our our long live streams, our drunk streams, or our uh, charity streams and stuff like that. How like you can create these pockets and like make these games happen. But I think yeah. still what we have have done is really cool. Um, personally, I though, feel <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like ahead. no. I was just say personally though. I like same same with the timing. I was like about a week and a half before everything shut down. Maybe more because I wouldn't have been thinking of it as the virus was ramping up. 
Um, but I've mentioned this before. I basically was like, hey, this is the year I really do open mics and really like double down on my comedy and work on that. And like, I had spoken to some people that I know in LA about like where they go for open mics and what they do. And I had, I made this list of, I was like, all right, here are the places I'm going to go. I'm going to try and go like twice a week to like one or two of these places. And I'm really going to work on my stand up and, and just like working on my comedy and comedy writing and stuff like that. And then it was like, boom, all bars are closed <laughs> and, and every single comedy club is out of business. So, um, that kind of that kind of shut me down, but and it even sucks, right? Because some people would be like, "Well, you had all this time to sit around and and write out that material," but it's like, how often do you actually do you feel inspired this year? You know, to sit yeah. down and be like, eh, "Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, it's tough." I mean, you were saying the thing earlier about you know feeling guilty, and and I th- I feel like a lot of people just feel like that, not just about fitness, but about like any spare time that they've had at all. I mm-hmm. felt that a lot, being like, "Why am I?" being such a piece of shit why am i not being productive because some people you see them they are being like a little bit more productive you're like wow this person's really shining through this Mm -hmm. you know this uh quarantine and i and then i feel guilty because i'm like well i'm not being very productive with my free time i'm just sitting here watching you know the british bake-off for the eighth time like i've already seen this season you know (laughs) And, and there's there's that feeling of of guilt of of being like, but then, but then, how do you feel inspired? That's exactly what you just said. How do you feel inspired, like, to to be productive when mm-hmm. it's, you know, I w- I was also gonna say that um, at the beginning of the sort of uh, order to like work at work from home, for me, I I feel like that sparked that kind of creativity that that led to things like One True Gamer or, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the twenty second game showdown, and I feel like some really cool projects came from it and like ideas and now it's been so long since we're (laughs) we've been in it and i'm like i want to take those ideas and and incorporate those into those you know Mm -hmm. being at the uh, the bar together video and Mm. and i'm just i think you know i'm really missing that yeah so just there was a Lindsay was working on the funhouse five-year anniversary party um we had had rented out a bowling alley that and Mm -hmm. i think what when was our reservation for april (laughs) yeah it was for april and she kept calling me every week being like so we want to move it back a week i'm like okay yeah we're gonna move it back a week we'll still (laughs) and then by the end of april came around she's like we're not she's like bowling alley's out of business (laughs) she's like we closed the bowling alley Oh, no. <laughs> Would you like to buy it and you can host it yourself? The, I, um, but yeah, I, so yeah. that never happened. I know a ton of people obviously were affected by all this. Not to turn this into a downer, but like it is it is funny to me. And I like finding the humor in how many things there were spooling up before yeah. the shutters yeah. came down. It's an absolutely not. Um, but yeah. You mentioned... Um, Taking it back for a second, when you were like, uh, you know, trying to get stuff sold, I, going back again to Couch Up, where you know, again it was just spending the money and then you know, whatever, right? Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? How often, <laughs> if you're allowed to talk about that, do you guys often bump into walls where sometimes you know the budget limits in terms of like the show could only exist if we have a sponsor, or do you guys have enough leeway that it kind of doesn't matter that much? Um, I mean, I think we're always willing to try stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's ever at the point where we don't really have to like 
do like an Excel spreadsheet to figure out the budget. We're probably <laughs> yeah. just going to do it. But as soon as you're like, wait, hold on, let's like really open up a document to see how much people's time this is going to end up costing. Then it's when you yeah. have to stop and kind of think about it. So I think at Funhouse, at least it sorts itself out. I'm very lucky that I have landed much more on the create creative side. So Omar, Omar's no. <laughs> generally the one who, gotcha. who we go, you know what's Omar? You would be, what about the biggest water slide ever made? Like what if we did that? And he, he has to go like, and Omar's great too. Cause he's never like, he's not your, he's not a money guy or whatever. He's just, that's yeah. part of his purview. And so like, He's never like, no, but he's like, well, maybe we could figure out a way. How can we figure out a way to do that? And a lot of times that is finding a sponsor for it. Um, Do do each of you sort of represent like in in those scenarios, do you guys all like if you're all in a video, for example, does that Mm -hmm. then make that video inherently that much more expensive? Or like if you could break off and like three of you could only like if it only takes two of you to make it, does that help sometimes or? Um, Well, because we're all salaried, it really it's good. It's. Yeah, I don't really know, but it feels like it's all just like monopoly money. Like it doesn't, you know, like, like even okay, when we do okay. stuff with rooster okay. teeth, yeah. like when it's like uh, previous years, it's like, oh, we're going to fly out to Austin or whatever. And it's like Arizona yeah. Circle is, I think, a good example. We did Arizona Circle. Elise and I were in Austin for six weeks working on that show. And yeah. it was like, if you look at the budget for it, like our cost is included but it like we were still doing all kinds of stuff like we we were still doing all kinds of and we had already prepped so we had prepped a thousand videos so that way we could go to Austin for 6 weeks but we were still so like nothing is like when Indiana Jones swaps the things or whatever like it shouldn't uh-huh. have mattered it was a zero sum game but like still for the sake of budgeting you still factor in that internally yeah. it doesn't matter Cody uh, who's TDing this podcast right now did accurately point out that we're technically paying him for his time because he is he's departmentally in the broadcast team and so we're uh, basically like pulling him as a resource for this so we are paying for his time. Cody, if you could just just walk away from the computer for a minute or whatever, just if you could work <laughs> on something save else. A few bucks yeah, here. for yeah. fifteen minutes, even fifteen minutes will be enough. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say the other thing about Omar is, uh, you know, it, it, he's so great. And one time we were trying to figure out a budget for something. He's like, let me show you how I do it. Mm-hmm. And he was doing it. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. figure out budgets. Oh, my no, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bless you. Bless yeah. you. I, I will yeah. say a good thing about Rooster Teeth, not to sound like too much like a company man, but a good thing about Rooster Teeth sometimes that is is good in disguise is that a lot of things don't get sold until they already exist, which can be frustrating. But it also means that y- y- like inherently you have to believe in the idea and make it. It isn't just made as a product for something to be sold in, right. in most cases. So like Bored as Hell, a board game show that I, I just wanted to do. We just made it, and it wasn't until like season three that anyone decided to sell it. I just like, but it was already it was already something that existed. If we had gone and said, "Hey, we want to do a board game show. Can you sell it?" The answer would probably be, "Well, you should make it. See if you like making it, and then see if it does well, and then we'll decide if we can sell it." Um, gotcha. So that makes sense. Yeah, that tends we had a little to be, bit of that. Yeah. 
like the cooking show or whatever, which had to be on the air for like a year or something before it was like started getting sponsors. Okay. So I, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you, I think you were close, you were close enough to the ecosystem that it's, it's yeah. pretty much what you, what you assume in those cases. Um, gotcha. but yeah, it's still, it is tough. Um, when now the only ideas you're limited to are the ideas like this. I think some of the good things though, is that being in the office, there's no way we could have done like among us or like these other, like some somewhat deception games are now yeah. so popular. And I feel like we probably wouldn't have really decided to explore those because just by the nature of our setup, it was to play games cooperatively. So we have that uh, room, which has yeah. all these computers together, which seems like it makes sense, except when you don't want to be in the same room because everyone's keeping secrets from one another. Yeah, um, yeah. Gotcha. So we just recently did a gameplay of Project Winter which is another one of those deception yeah. games that's just in the snow. Um, and uh, and that was something that we had played previously, but had abandoned the idea of doing as a group. So gotcha. it was just, it was a completely different kind of gameplay. But then now given our setup, I was like, oh, well, we should revisit this game because we can play it the right way because yeah. everyone's going to be in their own little pod. So it hasn't all been bad. I think there's other things that we've gotten to to try despite it. I think stuff like this is easier, like where we want to have Brett can be on the podcast oh, yeah. or be in a video. It's like, yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, no drive across the city or whatever. Yeah, or even like if you were somebody in Texas, like, who, uh, yeah. oh, mm -hmm. how do you make that happen? Digitally? Mm -hmm. It's easy. George H.W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush, we can get him on. <sighs> Wait a minute, uh-oh. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He has, no wonder he hasn't been responding to my emails. Um, <laughs> we don't have a ton of time. To, like I said, we were keeping it fast and loose, and we've been burning through this one. I I have one other segment that I we need to specifically do. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I also want to talk through some of the other topics that I had pulled, just in case. Um, just in case there's anything anyone wants to add on that. So uh, this is just a bullet pointed document that I made before the show. Um. What are our thoughts on surviving the inevitable post-apocalyptic landscape? I'm not even talking about the election. I'm talking about climate change, murder hornets, pandemics. Like, voting isn't going to stop some of these things. So yeah. do you guys feel like you would be capable of, like, turning a tire into shoulder pads, to like, as armor? <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be one of the people who just dies. Just the first wave? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to survive an apocalypse. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. You're going to be at the playground in Sarah Brett's going to survive. Yeah, but I'll be really depressed about it. I'll be really moody. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'll be sitting there with, like, my feather fucking armor just, like, mm -hmm. crying. Just, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's sometimes there's things that maybe it's just better that you don't survive, I think, maybe. But those are the people that always survive. The people that have yeah, lost that's their everything, curse. you know? <laughs> <laughs> You discover you? immortality the day before everything burns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a good idea. Fuck. Do you mm. wear contact lenses or anything? I uh, had laser vision, but I used okay. to wear contacts. Yeah, but then they that's, burned my corneas. And, see, that's how I, that's my thing. Is is I wouldn't if 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 there was an apocalypse, I think I'd be pretty well equipped to survive. Yeah, think I think that I could that. handle a lot of stuff, except that I would have to find like a con. Whereas some people are like, we gotta we gotta find shelter at the Twinkie factory. 
so we can survive forever or a Costco, I would have to find the a contact supplier and then that would be my fortress and that's the only way you, I would be okay. You wouldn't just wear glasses, you'd commit to wearing daily <laughs> disposable. I can't go back. I can't go back. Maybe before bed. Maybe before bed, but I, can't. I don't think I could go back. <laughs> All right, a man of principle. I, yeah. <laughs> I just the image of Lindsay holding onto the chain link fence, watching all the kids in the playground just get blown apart. And hanging it's like, why was she there? <laughs> um, oh, man. Other other things I have listed here. Uh, it just says that asteroid that's worth a lot of money or whatever. <laughs> what or that? whatever. <laughs> you guys hear about that asteroid? No. Yeah, Someone, right. They, the, they found an asteroid. It's worth like ten kajillion. It's a, like a a number term. A number term I've never heard before. Yeah, like because it goes 10, trillion thousand quadrillion quadrillion. That because it's trillion then quadrillion, right? Yeah. So it's like seven Bezos <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, Where is it? Space. <laughs> 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 it's it's flying towards the planet. Let's hope it stays there. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. I also have Mandalorian question mark. That was the topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Good question mark. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched the first episode yet. Um, oh, okay. okay. All right. We'll go ahead. I'll just. I can just go over here. It's fun. That's the, that's uh, it's the other fun. beauty, right? Digital. Um, we can move. We should probably move on anyway to the next <laughs> one I have here, which is Judge rules that Amber Heard did not poop in Johnny Depp's bed. That was a headline that I saw when I was looking for stuff to talk about. So I don't know the how if anyone ruled. has thoughts about that. <laughs> I just like that a judge um, can t- say what happened. They said no. Examining the size that. of the stain, I've determined. <laughs> Emmer could not have done See, this. I saw Johnny Depp on the trending page, but I didn't know what for, and I just went on with my life. Yeah, well, I think it fair. had to do with his bed and the fact that <laughs> Amber Heard did not poop in it. Well, yeah. That's good. That's very messy. But I'm the, glad more I one. He- the more I hear about their relationship, the more I think that if they were together in the late 90s, there would have been an MTV or VH1 reality show about it. <laughs> Definitely. Like, for sure. Yeah, um, we, were, we were cheated of that content. Then the last thing I have here is when do you pivot to Christmas? This was an Elise suggestion. It was a great suggestion. Yeah. Um, it could have even been the thumbnail, but there's just no way we're going to spend enough time discussing. <laughs> Don't you mean it. when did I pivot to Christmas? Are you? Did you pivot already? Are you in on Christmas, Lindsay? I'm Christmas Town. Take me to Christmas Town. Somebody stole my Christmas tree ornaments, though. That was a bummer. Right when I moved here. Oh, oh really? They stole them out of my storage. Yeah. But so I only would, have a tree, and it's going to be an empty tree, a sad empty tree. You can't buy new ones. <laughs> who steals Christmas ornaments? Probably I don't think they them. knew what was in the box. Oh, okay. I think they thought maybe it was like, you know. I don't know why they think I would put anything in like a, a storage locker with a bunch of cars, but that was mm-hmm. worth anything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you steal but, a box no. and it turns out to be ornaments, just throw it back on the sidewalk, right? I mean, like, Yeah, or just like okay, put it back just, where you find it. Like, I won't be mad. Just mm-hmm. give it back. My grandma made me a little hand-stitched ornament, you know, oh, when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Generally, though, real answer, after Thanksgiving, like the day after Thanksgiving, you put mm-hmm. up the tree. This year, no, I'm going full force because I need it. I need it. <laughs> I need it. Yeah, and Thanksgiving's not really going to be anything for most people, I feel like, this year. This is the I one mean, year I want to make a like, full-ass meal. Yeah, but it's, like, for you, like, right? Are you going to be yes, with friends for me. and family? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm it's saying for me. Thanksgiving is no, inherently, I'm not going. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a celebration of one culture completely snuffing out another. But then, if you, if you don't want to celebrate that aspect, all you have left is the you know surrounding yourselves and friends and family and eating yourselves into oblivion, yeah. right? But yeah. we can't yeah. be around friends and family, so yeah. just gluttony. I feel like this. If it's going to be a year that we're just going to jump right into Christmas, this is the one in my yeah. opinion. That's why I'm already celebrating Christmas. Great, great. I would like to bridge. I mean, like Halloween. I just want to. It's like Nightmare Before Christmas, the bridge. Yesterday mm-hmm. I was like, Day of the Dead, cool. Let's leave the stuff up. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. okay. And then I'm like, pumpkins, they can sit out. It's still harvest. Let's just, uh, just pull them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough yeah. the further you get. What about you? I, I mean, I feel, I feel like this year. Normally I say after Thanksgiving, we got to wait. Yeah. Especially because you have Black Friday. Like, if we're really going to commercialize Christmas. Mm-hmm. You want those deals to really like start the momentum, <laughs> um, and I feel like now is too early to be thinking about gifts and stuff that you're going to be getting for people. Um, yeah. But yeah, since you're not and not going to be doing anything for Christmas, not going to be or Thanksgiving, you're not going to be celebrating in any meaningful way. Um, mm-hmm. We might as well just move on. <laughs> Let's look <laughs> for the next one. It's like James, you, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> you know, are you, you both? Ever, you ever drive and then you like driving through a city and someone cuts you off because they got to make a right turn like they were uh-huh. two lanes over and then they cut you off and you're like, you know how this is set up, right? It's a grid. <laughs> like if you miss this one, you can literally take your time, get the next one and come <laughs> back around like this isn't your one shot. This isn't the last exit for 100 miles like you're good. <laughs> And so I'm always yeah. d- dismayed by that. This this is what I feel like is the kind of situation where we can just we can pass this. Thanksgiving is a pass, and then we'll catch Christmas because we might as well. Are you guys um, Christmas people normally? Are you guys like really into Christmas? Or are you like? I am probably more into Halloween than I am Christmas. Yeah, I think. I think I like Christmas because I always got a lot of presents as a kid and it always represented not working because you generally get to take time off during Christmas, which I think is is a little unfair for its weight as a holiday. I think if you if you got, yeah, yeah. you know, a week and a half, two weeks off for Halloween, there's no contest like Halloween's yeah, going to be way better. Number so. one. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. It is, it is. You don't think about that, the weightedness. So I, I look forward to Christmas because I look forward to not working <laughs> and, yeah. and and getting free shit. But if it wasn't for that, I don't care at all about Christmas. Yeah. It's definitely always been like that with that time off, because even as a kid in school, like you get that those like a week off or something in the time between Christmas and New York, New Year's. And it's mm-hmm. a sort of a longer celebration. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, scumbag Christmas, like the, the all the you know wholesome stuff aside. But then it's like when it's like December and the people who didn't go home for the holidays and they're all just like at a bar and there's like oh, yeah. some fucking Christmas lights at the dive. That's good. You go to the beach yes. maybe and it's just like yes. deserted. I've done so that. Yeah, that's cool. Yes, that's <laughs> that is it. Yeah. Los Angeles, Los Angeles, or any city where people like are not from. Yeah, when you stay in it. During yeah. the Christmas time. Oh, it's great. Oh, baby. It is like, <laughs> imagine yeah. living in Disneyland. 
that's what it is for me. <laughs> it's perfect. Absolutely. Um, yes. Well, um, we are running out of time, but it would not be a dude suit posted by Jane or whatever the show is going to be called. Um, we got the fucking boxes at the office um, for whatever that new show is going to be called. Um, it wouldn't be a podcast on this channel uh, hosted by James Wilms if we didn't have a little segment that I like to call Mount Up for Morbius. You gotta wait for it. You gotta wait for it. There it is. <laughs> Brett, I don't think it's you've back. ever you've ever gotten to experience a mount up before. No, this um, is my first one. But uh, just for any and for Brett, you and for any new listeners and new viewers, um, I was cel- countdown to cats was something that was near and dear to my heart. Every single time I I celebrated the coming of cats, and then as soon as cats came out, I moved on to what I considered to be the next most exciting film. <laughs> which was going to be the Morbius film starring Jared Leto existing on the utter fringes of the Spider-Man universe. Um, (laughs) And uh, except at the time it was supposed to come out, I think in March or May or May. And it has since been delayed to sometime in 2021. So I have to continue doing the segment um, (laughs) (laughs) until it is delayed again. Um, but uh, it's okay. There's plenty of Morbius news. Actually, I searched Morbius news today, and it brought me an article from January. <laughs> That's what Google served me as most relevant. Um, but uh, but no, uh, I d- it has. So I've spun Mount Up for Morbius into uh, another segment called Getting to Know Leto. I think is what it's called. Get to Know Leto. Um, because Jared Leto is going to be the star. He's going to be our uh, Michael Morbius. And so uh, in some ways, it's also Jared Leto news. Otherwise, I have literally nothing to talk about. Um, And even then, I don't have that much to talk about. Um, But a couple things to cover. Number one, Jared Leto is back as Joker in the Snyder Cut. Could you be any more excited for this film? Asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have said no. But here we are. Joker is coming back. We're going to get our damaged Joker. This is also, thank you, Cody. <laughs> this is just something else that I found. Uh, Rinch underscore art on Instagram actually is a really amazing artist, um, but drew the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, but with Jared Leto. Um, and it yeah. made me laugh. Um, <laughs> and then, and then also there's always a game that we play. And sometimes it's trivia and sometimes it's other things. So the game that we're going to be playing this week is related to Jared Leto. I'm going to show you guys a video, okay, that Jared Leto posted today on his Twitter. And I want you to watch the video. It's a Uh a commercial. And I want you to tell me what it's for. Okay. Okay, I don't think it'll have audio. I don't think it actually has audio on it, but that's okay. Just imagine ethereal sounds. And for our audio listeners, I'll kind of describe some of the imagery. So Cody, if you don't mind uh, rolling that video. When you get, okay. So we see here, uh, he's carrying a phone. He's he's putting the phone. He's very hairy, like caveman. He puts the phone up to his ear. He's walking on the street, kind of looking around. 
what is it, maybe an L.A. neighborhood or something. Looks like he is, okay, he's closing the door on a old Cadillac, Seville. Um, mm -hmm. He is holding a mannequin head. He's looking at the mannequin head, and he is setting it in the trunk along with other mannequin body parts. Uh, he looks very stoic. Um, he is wearing extremely high-heeled men's shoes, um, <laughs> looking off into the distance, lots of out-of-focus stuff. Is he crying? Again, Stoic. He looks very emotional. Um, more shoes, um, and then some branches. I don't know what that last shot is, and then and it <laughs> ends on kind of him again, looking even more stoic, kind of just off camera. So that's that's a commercial okay. that he posted today, and I want you guys to tell me what you think it is for. You want to go first? Or? A fragrance. Ooh, a fragrance. Like a perfume or a, a cologne yeah. or something. Uh, yeah. It seems like some bullshit. It, I'd say it's either that or like a promo for a new 30 Seconds to Mars thing, maybe. You feel like, though you, I, I mean, I, I don't want to sway you it any one way or the other, but it feels a little soft for 30 Seconds to Mars, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But maybe it's like, uh, fuck. <laughs> is, it for, is it like an ad for wind or something? An ad for wind, so you, just, so you maybe think it's a product. The wind is the product. I mean, I honestly yeah. like. I'm not trying to sway you any way or the other. Like, it might be wind, but I am not going to tell you until both votes are locked in. Okay. Uh, so no, you, I was going to go fragrance. You go with fragrance. fragrance. I'll go with. Mm -hmm. uh, do I? Can I just say the the genre like fashion, or do I need to like spell it out like it's like men's men's footwear? How specific I mean, do you want the answer? Fragrance is pretty specific, so. Yeah, Americans. it has to be equal Yeah, equal to fragrance, <laughs> at least. This is hard. Uh, I'll say You shoes. don't have to say, like, it's not right. high-heeled, you know, <laughs> <Yeah. loafers. laughs> Okay, yeah. But I'll say, I'll say footwear. I'll say footwear. It's not right, but I just mm -hmm. want to just follow this through. Um, just real quick, Cody, our TD, has said, chimed in and said car commercial. Which is also, my, you know, I mean, maybe thought, we're, they're selling 1992 Cadillacs of Hills all of a sudden. But I think it's a great guess. Okay, so Lindsay is saying a, a fragrance, cologne or something. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Cody is saying a car. And Brett, you're saying... I'm saying shoes. Shoes. Okay. Right. Shoes. Well... I'm going to say this. You're all kind of correct. It's for a magazine. It's an ad for a magazine called Le Officiel, which is a French fashion magazine okay. um, and website okay. where they have all kinds of articles that have no comments on any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, such articles as how to wear a beret. That's one of them. Um and uh, <laughs> photos of Zayn Malik's child. There's so it's two. an ad for a place for ads. It is an ad for a place for ads. Yeah, th this magazine does look like when the bar opens on the side of Reddit. That's like you will not believe what Ashley Tisdale looks like now. And then when you when you click on it, you're like, yeah, it looks like Ashley Tisdale. Um, there's a lot of articles about Jared Leto. 
Oh, okay. So it looks like, yeah, it's a magazine, a fashion magazine devoted somewhat to Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> to to your earlier oh there it is okay. oh, yep. yeah the power of freedom. When you, you said 30 seconds to Mars is a little bit harder, can you relate? I'm not really familiar with that band. What movie role of his is the band most like? Can you give me like an aesthetic out of his roster that would help me understand? What movie, what Jared Leto movie role is most like 30 seconds to Mars? Val, uh, Dallas Buyers Club, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I don't know. That's okay. a great question. Because if he had played like an action hero... I don't think oh, he's ever played oh. like, like an action hero, but something like that. I know they're on like K-Rock, but they're not yeah. like glam rock. They're just like no. K-Rock rock, so it's more no. like... They do music videos that look like The kinda... Shining. That's what they do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll, 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 I'll sit with that. I'll mull that over, I guess. Well, either way, that concludes our this episode of getting to know Leto, and then that thusly also we have to put the what is it? It's a parenthesis then a bracket. I have to make sure I keep the equation correct, and then it also concludes this episode of Mount Up for Morbius. Cody, let's roll it one more time. I feel I like, like this balance. video is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Mount up for Morbius is the best thing to happen in 2020. I'm yeah. going to say that. I'm, I'm brave enough that. to say it. And <laughs> to it may be the only thing that gets us through it. Um, no, but thank you so much. I told you we were going to keep it fast and loose. I hope you feel like this was both fast and loose. Um, and uh, Brett, thank you so much for coming on. One thank more time, you. can you can you tell everybody... Uh, Oh, I just realized it says your name is Hundar <laughs> and your handle is Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's Could you imagine? Um, I would like at Brett. But uh, if people want to check out Muscle Party or you uh, individually on Twitter, where can people find you? Twitter at Hundar, YouTube, um, YouTube slash Muscle Party, and then that extra live stream today only on Thursday at twitch.tv slash Muscle Party. Thank you. Awesome. So Thank you so much for coming on. Hang uh, out. I know I know you're busy. I know you are a busy man, um, but we would always love to have you back. It's always I'm always not. great chatting with you. <laughs> yeah, likewise. <laughs> he said I'm not busy. <laughs> None of Plenty us of truly time. are. And Lindsay, yeah. you also were a special guest this week, so I would love to Thanks. have you back as well. I'll be back. <laughs> you can't Because you guys pay me. Yeah, you're not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> Brett can come and go as he pleases, but you are not allowed to go. This is not a not a spinning door. Um, and thank you so much, all of you, for watching um, and uh, and supporting us on Roost Teeth First uh, and everything like that. And um, I'm trying to think if I am... Oh, uh, the Killer Acid merch collection dropped last week. You should definitely go check that out. It is a super cool collaboration that we did with it's Killer really Acid. Cool. Um, we had a new series start, our Abandonware series, where John Smith finds a bunch of old Abandonware games. If you liked the first episode you, and you like this podcast, you may want to stay tuned because you might see a familiar face. Um, <laughs> two familiar faces. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah. Thank you so much for checking out the channel and listening to the podcast. And what do you think we should call the new one? <laughs> what should the we new call podcast? the new podcast? Fast uh, and loose. <laughs> fast and loose. Anytime I'm on. 
Um, and thank you again to Jared Leto for always being an inspiration to me personally and the world globally. Um, yeah, but there he is. <laughs> He's our guy. Wow. It's really good art. There's actually a yeah. lot of good art on this person's Instagram page. I just think it's so funny that <laughs> someone felt compelled to do that. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, James. Thank and you. And we will see you guys thank next you, time. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes! <laughs>